Hey everyone, how are you doing? My name is Ricky Rigolato, the founder of Route the Service Platform. It's a sales platform for the commercial cleaning services industry. I am also the owner of Rosalato Services, a family-owned commercial cleaning company. So welcome to Cleaning and Cocktails, a show where I get the opportunity to sit down with cleaning industry experts and share stories, talk shop about the industry. So grab your cocktail, listen in, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. So with me today is, is a friend of mine, a colleague, Josh, uh, has a couple of different companies that he, he, he represents. Um, he is a brand himself, right? We'll get into that right now. So Josh, without further ado, uh, introduce yourself, give us a, a, you know, a short story. We'll get into each of the companies, uh, but just tell everybody, you know, why cleaning? Who are you? Uh, yep. take awesome. Well, actually, awesome. first. First. Oh yeah, first things first. Jeez. You got to cheers, man. This cheers. is cleaning cocktails. Yeah, the white claw. I got myself a Jack and Coke. All right. Ah, uh, tasty. Yes. Well, before I get, well, thanks for uh, the opportunity to uh, hop on, Ricky. I've been, uh, you know, we've been friends for a bit and uh, anxious to uh, talk shop here. But before I share my story, just wanted to uh, give you props on you sharing your story. Um, one thing you know that I've always prided myself on is 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 being a, a master of my craft and a student of the game. And uh, it's admirable what you've done as far as building your own company, launching a tech platform and, and hosting, you know, a bunch of subject matter experts out there to, to share the story. So uh, hats off to you for, for doing what you're doing and, and appreciate that. You're, you're raising the, the level of the image of our, of our industry. So thank you. Awesome. Uh, yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm Josh Brown, AKA Dr. Green Clean. I've uh, been in the uh, Jan Sand industry for a little over 20 years, and uh, I was actually born into the industry. Uh, my dad worked for a small, you know, family-owned company. Um, never really had any hopes and dreams of going in and selling toilet paper, uh, but, you know, like many uh, youngsters growing up, I had dreams of playing uh, pro baseball, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, that didn't work out. So I had to figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up, and uh, my dad was on a company trip with his company, and we were just there hanging out on the beach, having a good time, and hit it off real well with the owner and vice president. Got back from the trip, and they offered me a job, and you know, I said, you know, why not? And uh, embraced it, went in full steam ahead, and I think one of the biggest things that made me successful early on and still today was was my work ethic. You know, I was a 21-year-old kid right out of college that didn't know the difference between toilet paper and toilet bowl cleaner. Uh, but what made me successful is, uh, you know, my dad instilled into me a work ethic that he always said, hard work will beat talent when talent doesn't work so hard. Uh, so it was just a, a way to get into a recession proof industry. Uh, wasn't very sexy and glamorous, but it was something that uh, I felt I could embrace, learn and make friends and solve problems. Awesome. Man. Uh, Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and, and today, you know, I do represent, you know, my personal brand, which is Dr. Green Clean, uh, work for a family owned, a regional operated company called Western Paper. We operate in Colorado, New Mexico, and Arizona, and we um, pride ourselves on helping people. Awesome, man. Well, thank you for that. You know what I was going to say, too, is I mean, since 21. So it's like you think about people when they get out of college, uh, you know, again, they're not nobody says they're Hey, I'm graduating. I'm yeah. going to the cleaning industry. Yeah. <laughs> and for you to be sticking around and still doing this means, you know, there's opportunity. Uh, it's, it's lucrative. It's, there's longevity in it. 
So, I mean, again, it talks a lot about, I, I didn't know these things about the cleaning industry either, man. When yeah. People talk about, you know, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you, you want to clean <laughs> you're doing what? Yeah. What you you're selling what? For? What you yeah. Technology. What, you're why talking are you about cleaning toilets? Yeah. I'm like, well, man, everybody needs cleaning. It is, yeah. it is a, you said it, almost close to a recession proof industry that I've ever seen. Um, and that's what, yeah. when I, I came from the mortgage industry at the time okay. when I, when I transitioned into it. So talk about a non-recession proof industry. Oh, yeah, sink or swim. But all right, yeah. so you, you yeah, touched on it a little people... bit. Yeah, you touched on it a little bit. You got the look, you, you pointed yep. out the logo. Let's talk about Dr. Green Clean, right? Like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's, I, I love it. It's what drew me to you. Um, share to, to the audience, you know, give us a little feedback on, you know, why'd you, why'd you, why'd you jump into this journey of Dr. Green Clean? Absolutely. So it's a great question. So, you know, I've been dabbling into personal branding for the last couple of years, but never really with a, a name behind it. You know, I was dabbling in putting content out there, you know, trying to be a, an industry a subject matter expert. But really what, what clicked was about a year ago this time, um, I was moving from Colorado to Arizona for, for Western Paper to expand their business in the institutional space, which we consider building service contractors, class A office buildings, education accounts, and government. So I was thinking about, hey, I'm coming down to a new market and I don't know anybody. And some people may not know who Western Paper is. And before people are gonna buy into Western Paper, I gotta get them to buy into me. So I'm like, how can I do that? And one of the things that, that pulled me to Western Paper was, was the company motto, which we live by, is, is we're here to help. So as I was thinking about, you know, building a business, getting to know people, you know, building a brand, I'm like, how can I build a brand within a brand that, that fulfills our company's initiative of we're here to help? So who better to help than a doctor? Um, you know, so when I meet with my, you know, patients or clients, I don't come up with any preconceived notions and say, hey, Ricky, you know, here's what you need. Um, you know, I ask a lot of questions on, what are your aches? What are your pains? You know, what's something that's on your, your war board that I might be able to, to, to take off your list? And then through my 20 years of industry experience in my prescription pad, maybe have some remedies to consider that may alleviate some of those headaches. So it was really an opportunity to build a brand within a brand uh, because Western is different and, and so am I. Uh, and it's easy for me to say that, but until people give me a chance to sit down with them and have some conversations and get to get to know each other. It, it, it's, it's hard for that to come across. So the, the, the doctor mentality of, of helping people uh, really fit into our brand. And then the green cleaning kind of came about with my past experience of being in the Colorado market for 12 years. Uh, you know, one of the hubs for sustainability, uh, being good stewards of the environment. So not that I ever pushed green products, but I always gravitated to that. And if it made sense, uh, I would suggest that. And for making sense, it's quality's got to be there. Price has to be at or below. And there's got to be some good green story or sustainable message around that. So Dr. Green Clean is really your personal liaison to reduce your headaches and aches and pains around your, you know, cleaning, your cleaning and maintaining your building. Dude, I, I got to tell you, I love it, man. I love it because, it, I mean, it's, it resonates with, like you said, I, you know, when you need help, or you don't feel good, or you know, think about these things are with business, right? Your business is, yep. you're, you know, you've had a bad month, you're losing money. These are aches and pains. Yeah. 
from the Dr. Green Clean, right? So, That's dude, right, buddy. I, gotta tell you, yep. I, I love it because it's people are buying into trust. You know, and yep. who you trust is you trust brands, right? They have a story behind them. They have a mission. There's, you know, there's something there where you're not just some guy off the street, somebody selling snake oil, things that it's, and especially now more than ever. I mean, I'm, I'm getting emails left and right from people. I'm like, you, you're in the chemical industry. Like, what, 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 yeah. what are you telling me right now? So yeah. it, it, I, I commend you for, for building that brand. Cause it's, especially when, you know, in my first years of business, I didn't know right from wrong. I didn't know what I was buying. I didn't know that if I bought this chemical, it would ruin that floor. It would ruin that surface. So there's, there is a lot to know with chemicals and not just chemicals. So let's, let's dig deeper into that word Jansen. Cause again, okay. Jan, yep. I had no idea what that was until probably year four of my yep. company. So it's like, what, what is, what does Jansen stand for? What does it mean? Uh, why should somebody look for a Josh Brown as a Jansen partner? Um, or around their area locally or, you know. Yep. yep. Well, what it means is, you know, I think for, for people getting into their, the business, you, you got to know where the industry came from. And, and Jansan is basically, you know, two words kind of coming together of, you know, janitorial and, and, and sanitary or sanitation. Um, and what Jansan does is it, it really kind of narrows the, the vertical or what I call swim lane or subject matter expert. You know, in, in a world where you can buy products from anybody, whether it's online, in stores, uh, broadliners that carry everything for everybody, why Jansan, and, and probably the best way to narrow this down for this topic is, is a, a specific scenario of, of COVID. You know, if, if you're getting into the business or you're trying to refine your business, there's a lot of things that, that we don't know right now. Um, and you want to be partnered with people who are subject matter experts. So if, if you come to me and say, Hey, Josh, you know, I want to disinfecting, you know, program your Jansan or subject matter expert is going to be able to sit down with you and say, okay, hey, Ricky, here are the different products that you can pick from. Here are the different tools to use. Here are the processes. Here's the PPE where if you're just going to a broadliner or going into a store, you're going to be more treated as a customer than a client or a partner. So your Jansan is really gonna be your, your subject matter expert of the products that it takes to clean or maintain your building. Just like if you were to ask me something about a, you know, a light bulb or an air filter or something like that, you know, that's not my area of expertise. I would you know, defer that to a different company. But if, it, if it's something around cleaning or maintaining your building or you know, healthy, happy employees, that's something that, that we and my fellow you know, tribe members in our industry, we, we live and breathe every day. And that's how we try to be, be different by, you know, consulting um, okay. with our clients. So Josh, would you recommend, um, cause you know, we're in these groups together. I know me and you are in a couple of them I, you yep. know, LinkedIn on LinkedIn together too, but I'm always seeing a lot of questions on, you know, what chemical do I use? What do I do about this? Do I include this into my bid? Uh, do you recommend that Every, every cleaning business owner should have some kind of connection with, with a Jansan partner um, to ask questions when they can, email, text message, bring you into a walkthrough, bring you, involve you into an RFP, where a lot of business owners probably feel like they're on their own, right? I've seen, I think a lot of people think they're on their own, and that's why they ask so many questions, where that's, you know, again, this, episode, this show, this whole emphasis on building an ecosystem for having the right people involved. Do, what do you recommend uh, small business owners, cleaning companies do when they, when they are 
hit with these RFPs that I know now more than ever are going yeah. to ask spe specific questions that Google just can't help you with. Well, well, the first thing that I, that I would say, and, and I live by, is be smart enough to know what you don't know. Um, you know, stay in your swim lane. So as you go and whether it's your current provider or you're looking at other, you know, partners out there is, you know, finding somebody that you can trust that's going to help you not only manage your business, but grow your business. You know, so for me, if you invite me on, on a walkthrough, I'm going to be your eyes and ears and be able to present to you uh, kind of an A and a B program to say, okay, Ricky, if we pick this up in the next 30 days, we're going to plug and play and we're just going to, you know, fill these types of items. But we're also going to present um, maybe some some solutions to elevate their image or to reduce costs. Uh, and those are things that, you know, JanSan specialists, you know, can focus on um, because the last thing that, that, that a JanSan rep gets frustrated about is you call me the day before, it's like, hey, Josh, I just picked up this building. You know, then I'm having to walk it and do order guides and start up. So I would say the more that we can be involved, the more value we can not only bring to you, but I think if I'm your potential client and you bring in your supplier that's your subject matter expert and you show that as a partnership, I think that that's going to make you look better by bringing in additional resources, you know, you know, to the opportunity. Um, and I think one, those walkthroughs are, are never comfortable. And when you have a buddy there or a partner, it, it kind of makes it a fun atmosphere. And, and you, and you may be able to pick up things that, that, or I may be able to pick up things that you didn't or vice versa. And we can come out of there and, and put a true program together uh, or a continuous improvement plan uh, to present to, to your potential client. Oh, Josh, that's a great point too. Cause that I, this actually real life story happened to me about three weeks ago where I, I was doing a walkthrough with a gentleman and I actually happened to bring my Karcher rep you know, and my partner, yep. right? And he he had caught some some elements and areas of the floor and the way the, the layout of the floor was where he was already thinking machines. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm worried about, you know, servicing the customer and, you know, I've got, you know, route doing the walkthrough. I've got yep. client right there. I'm trying to make eye contact. And, <laughs> but at the same time, like you said, bringing that second set of eyes and ears, by the time we were done, he already had mapped out everything to say, let's use a 17 inch scrubber. It's yep. going to eliminate product. It's going to increase productivity. Um, you're going to be able to charge a little bit less because of productivity. You know what? And then chemical, this chemical should go here with this floor type, but you're, you're going to want to do this with these surface. Like I didn't have time to do a lot of that. Like I was more worried about what's the scope. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's their budget? Who, you know, how many people have walked this space with them? What was their pain points before? Like, there's a lot we got to worry about in a walkthrough. I mean, the walkthrough yeah. to me is, has been, is so overlooked by a lot of people where that's where you win business. You know, they, and well, then well, when they well, see that's you, also where partner, you yeah, when they see well, you with a partner, they're like, what are you doing here? I'm like, man, I'm building a program. I'm building a program for you. That's what I'm doing. Well, and to that, I would say it's also where you could lose business. Uh, you know, if you're not doing the walkthrough, uh, you know, and you're bidding it from afar. And there's so many things that you don't know about the DNA of the building as far as, you know, what are the pain points today? Because, you know, as you walk a building and looking at, you know, do they have the right mats? Are there stains on the floors? Are there odors in the restrooms? You know, unless you're getting in there to see what's going on, uh, you're really not putting your best foot forward. Uh, and then when you bring in that partner, 
you know, at the end of the day, you want to win that business, but you want to win the business on something that you can stand behind. Yep. And when you've got the right tools and technology that can give you better, quack, better, quicker, faster results is it does enable you to be more competitive yeah. because you've got, you've, you, you've got tools and equipment to do the job. Um, so I, you know, I encourage, you know, you and people in the industry to find a partner and, and, and take them on walkthroughs and, and yeah. see where they may be able to point out opportunities for not only, you know, you and your business, but opportunities for your client to improve their image um, or, you know, reduce costs by, you know, different, uh, different systems or solutions. Yeah, Josh, you know what, too? This, so the last uh, gentleman that I had on, it was a, a pair. It was uh, John and Ed Salco, right? Yep. So you know them. That, yep, janitorial <laughs> subcontracting network. Yep. Yeah, he touched on some great points where it was like, people are so worried about underbidding or overbidding and things like that, where he's like, Rick, man, people should be worried about win the job. You win the job, <laughs> then become, then now worry about how am I going to be productive in this space? I've got it. I've got the contract. I, I start in two weeks, bring your Jansen, bring your, your right. equipment person, like figure out how do you make profit here? How do you increase productivity? Uh, and that's like you said, I love what you said. I've never heard it before is the DNA of a building. Yeah, well, feel free to use that. That's uh, that's doctor approved. I want yes, you to doctor approved. Like, yeah, yes. the truth, man. It is the DNA of a building. If you don't know it and understand it, you're, you're not that you're going to fail, but you there's going to be misses if you don't truly understand. Well, and to that, you know, a, a building is a living, breathing organism, and it, and it changes even like you know now with you know some of your 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 clients, clients, you know, reducing their footprint or moving around, you know, their office spaces, that's going to require your, your cleaning programs to change. And unless you're, you know, building customizable solutions for each building at the end of the day, cleaning is cleaning, but mm -hmm. each building is different. Um, so I think the more time that you invest in the front end work uh, to do that walkthrough and bring in your support people, um, I think it's going to set you up for success, not only initially, but give you that roadmap of continuous improvement plans to, to work on over the next, you know, 12, 18, 24 months. Yeah. Awesome, man. This, this exact, again, I always touch on this at one point of the, the episode is just, this is why I do this is because, you know, I don't know those answers. I don't know some of yep. this content that we're, that we're pushing out here where it's just, this is just helpful for, for anybody in the business. Yep. So let's talk, so now let's talk about, you know, I am a small business owner. I am a medium size. I, you know, is Western paper going to care about me? Is Josh going to care about me? I am a small, maybe $10,000, $20,000 a year supply deal for him. Cause I feel like that's what a lot of these smaller businesses think is we don't buy enough. So I'm not going to waste time on trying to develop a relationship. Yep. I would say that is, probably the worst way to look at this is I mean, you tell me like, I mean, does, do you care if a, a potential BSC is only a 10,000 a year buyer versus a hundred thousand a year? I know numbers are important, but what, how do you, what's your answer to these guys and girls that think they're, they're not going to care about me. And, uh, and for me, really the, the numbers are important, but really it's going to boil down to, to, do they care about me? And, and are they going to buy into the value that I bring to the table? 
And the reason that I ask that is when customers work with me, my time is valuable. And, and if I make that investment, I'm going to give them all that I have because I know, you know, if you're starting out today and you allow me to be part of your business and to help you is I'm going to grow as you grow. And you may go from, you know, 10 employees to, to 20 to 200. So I'm definitely willing, you know, in Western is to, to make those investments. But a lot of that comes on the front end, you know, consultation of are we the right fit? Um, and it kind of goes boils down to your, your first question about what's what's Jansan. So I think if somebody's just out there just, you know, looking for a, uh, you know, just buying product and cheapest price and things like that, then then to be honest with you, I and we are probably not your best bet. But if you're like, you know, hey, Josh, I'm looking to grow. I'm looking for a partner. Um, I don't know what I don't know. You know, I know that you bring value. Um, I'm going to need training and support and consulting. You'll grow as we grow. Those are things that we embrace every day, all day. Uh, yeah. But it's got to be a mutually beneficial, you know, win-win, you know, scenario. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so now let's... Uh, Let's talk, let's talk about, because I, I went on the website, I checked out the Dr. Clean, uh, Dr. Green Clean, right? Is yep. what, it's a two-part question where, tell us what, what is a visit, a Dr. Green Clean visit, which I love, by the way. What, what does okay. that visit entail? And then on top of that, tell me what that help method is. You know, explain okay. what, that, what that is in, in, in a combo response. So, so there's a number of different ways the doctor visits goes. So it's similar to like, if you were just go to the, to the doctor. Sometimes you go in with a very specific problem and sometimes you go in for a yearly checkup. So the first example of a doctor's visit would be you may have a specific problem or a want or a need. So I'm going to ask lots of questions about, okay, you know, hey, Ricky, help me understand what are your aches? What are your pains? What are you hoping to accomplish? What have you tried that hasn't worked? What are you doing now that does work? Uh, and then through that, be able to piggyback off of things that you like and just do more of that better. Or if you've tried things that haven't worked, be able to present some remedies that might work, you know, for you. So it's a collaboration similar to when you work with, you know, a doctor as far as what's the right prescription for that specific ache or pain. So that's kind of if you come in with a, you know, hey, here's my problem, whether it's, you know, disinfecting or sticky tacky floors or I need help reducing budget. We ask lots of questions and things like that. The help method is really, it's, if it's a general kind of introduction call of, you know, you, you come to me and say, okay, hey, you know, Josh, go, give me your story. And I'm like, you know, Ricky, I, my goal is to help, but I don't know if I can help. Um, so what we've developed is, is the help method where each letter of, of help signifies a universal business need. So whether you're cleaning a class A office building, uh, a hotel, a school, everybody has similar aches and pains but your aches and pains are a lot different than this building. So Ricky, you know, I'm going to tell you what each one of these stand for. And then you tell me what's most important to you. And then based upon your priorities, I'm going to prescribe some, some options for you to consider. So H help stands for health and hygiene. E stands for environment, sustainability, and green. L stands for lower total cost. And then P is people, process, and productivity. So if it's just our general introduction one-on-one -on -one call or maybe a yearly checkup, it's like, okay, Ricky, I'm not coming in here with any preconceived notions. I'm not gonna just put, push product on you and say, hey, you gotta try this. You know, in order for me to help, I need to know where do you want and need help? So 
out of these four letters, and then I have people literally write down one, two, three, and four, and then you say, okay, Josh, you know, lower total cost is important to me. Okay, great. That's number one. Over the next 30 or 45 days, let's dive in and focus on what does that mean and how can I help you lower your total cost of doing business? Nice. Dude, I mean, that talk about if people take something away, that is a takeaway right there, right? Because now more than ever, I got to tell you, and this is just something personal for us, is on the Rosalado side of business, we're going through uh, an audit, right? Where mm-hmm. supplies has been a topic of, of, you know, not issue, but it's a topic to talk about. Like, yep. well, who can buy better? Them as a company, us as a BSC. You know, sometimes a BSC buys better than the client, right? It depends yep. on your buying power. It depends on who your supplier is. Now, can we talk about, I mean, again, this is, uh, this may be a tough question. Uh, I love it. Bring it. Yeah, so many scenarios and variables, but I know one thing I know, like us with, you know, within route, we're, you know, we're creating that estimator tool, right? So one of the, the line items that I care so much about because people forget is supply cost, is that supply percentage that they should mark up margin, whatever you want to call it, as far as account for it. So yeah. if, if somebody doesn't know, which dude, this is probably 95% of the industry is when you're bidding a, a you know, 10,000 square foot healthcare facility and you have to include supply costs, like yeah. how do, what would you recommend a BSC? You know, is it a 3%, 5%? Is it five cents per square feet? Like, do you have some, some samples of what's baseline, like metrics that they should use to, to incorporate in their bid? Well, that's a great question, and it is a hard question because the industry has changed so much. Um, you know, prior to COVID, I would say there was anywhere from five to twenty-five percent, you know, markup on there. And what I have seen is, you know, a lot of building service contractors were so lean on the uh, the labor side of things that they tried to make their money on the janitorial spend, mm-hmm. and that's historically what's just what's happened. That's kind of how the you know the game was played my concern for people that may have you know a little bit too much meat on the bone there is because of COVID and budget cuts is I do think some of the building service contractors, people that have been funneling supplies through their, their BSC partner are going to start to take a look at some of those things. So while you do Amen. Have, that's happening right now. <laughs> yep. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, it goes back to a partnership conversation with who your, your client is, you know, at the end of the day, they understand and depends on who and how you buy. Um, you know, if you're compete, if you're servicing some national customers like a CBRE or a Transwestern or a Cushman and Wakefield that have large, robust national contracts, that may be hard to compete against. But if you've got a, a local or regional, you know, portfolio of business, so it, there's no right answer to that. Um, but I think when those conversations come up. You know, at the end of the day, you're the one carrying the risk and you're, you're carrying the, the, the terms on that with your supplier. So there has to be a percentage in there of what they think is, is fair and that they can work with. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of it just comes down to, to having those, those questions with the customer. Uh, don't get caught speeding. Uh, but I think back, you, you, working with the right Jansan partner is rather than having just kind of a set markup that you traditionally had of, hey, I put 20 or 25 on it, you may be able to do some site audits and say, okay, ABC facility was spending $1,000 a month. Well, let me bring in my Jansan supply expert and take a look at what they're doing 
And can we introduce some new innovations or technology that we can lower the total amount of products that are being used while in theory would lower their cost on products. So you may be able to make a little bit more margin also providing a cost reduction to the customer. So I would say if you're getting beat up on price, you're not going to win that game. You need to switch the game and go in and consult and try to provide cost saving solutions. And you need to do that through your, your Jansan partner and expert. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Now, what about if it's a one-off client that you have to worry about, you know, you're buying the startup kit, mop bucket, brooms, uh, chemicals to clean with. They don't want to pay for anything. They're telling you to pay for it. What about that part? What about like, if it's, if it's a one-off client and you have to say, Hey, I'm bidding this five day a week yeah. restaurant clean that I have to buy floor cleaner. I have to buy two mop buckets. I have to buy some, what, what about that? Like that's, that Great was, question. that's, that's yep. really the one that I think our audience right away will benefit from. Because again, that is the small business approach to, you know, if you forget to include it, you thought your profit was X, it's really Z because you spent $180 on a startup kit to get going, yep. you know? Great, great question. I think that hits home because, you know, a lot of people, whether it's it's new that are starting out or are looking to expand the businesses, is, is the reality of, of you've got costs to pick up new business. And the bigger the business is, the bigger that investment is. Um, and what I've always, you know, lived by is cash is king. Uh, so what a lot of my building service contractors do through their Jansan expert is when those startups come on is we bundle those purchases and, and, and run that through a third-party leasing company. So mm -hmm. for example, if, if you come to me and say, okay, Josh, I need a, a scrubber and a mop bucket and et cetera, et cetera, and my startup cost can be 10 grand, you may not break profitability until six or nine months because you have to pay for all of that and there's the upfront cost. Where if you look at leasing that, you don't have that outlay of cash right away. You go from spending $10,000 right away to maybe you know two to $500 a month. That's a lot more manageable. Um, and if you get with a good leasing company, you continue as you grow your business and add accounts, you continue to, to layer that on and have a lease program. And you can spec that in where you can either have that set price or every three or four years as your equipment becomes, you know, run down and whatever, you can either turn that in, uh, reinvest into new equipment or buy that out for, you know, a, a low price. So I think for, for co companies that are starting out uh, or looking to grow, look at finding a partner and then finding a resource that you can, can, can manage cash flow a little bit uh, you know? more strate strategically. Josh, I never actually thought of plugging that, but I'm going to have to talk to them. But I, I use Marlin Financial, right? Marlin yeah. Financial, yeah. I use a factory sweeper here in Chicago. That's a good point. Yeah, like I, I remember I, three years ago, that's exactly what I did without knowing that I did it. I leased a couple of machines. It was like a two, three-year lease. I, the contract was a three-year contract. I, I got to profitability. Uh, profitability. <laughs> quicker yep. than they probably would have if I would have paid all cash up front. So yep. very good. And, 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 yeah. And I think what it does, it, it, it alleviates some of the stress. It, it allows you to come out of the gates and, and to, to be as focused as possible. Cause you know, a lot of times when you're, you're nitty gritty, a lot of people, you know, limp in or skimp into things uh, and try to do things as cost effective as possible. And it may create problems by, you know, trying to do shortcuts. So I think, 
if, if you build a scope that you can adhere to and then build that program in with the right products and processes and uh, maximum mechanization, where you mentioned that 17 inch scrubber or whatever it is, get the right tools for the right job, offset some of your cash. Um, I think it just makes it a, a, a less stressful onboarding experience for, for, for you and your business. Um, Agreed, 100%. So let's go, now let's, let's say, you know, how do you leave this industry with some, or everybody that's in this industry right now, give us, you know, some, some ending talking points or a good piece of advice you would give to, to anybody that's in the business right now that, you know, COVID aside, just yeah. the industry in general, right? What do you think are some important points that they should be worried about in their business as a BSC? So, you know, yep. BSCs. So I would re reiterate some of the, 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 the things that we've been, you know, hammering on with, you know, find a Jansan supplier, uh, somebody that you can trust that's going to help you manage and grow your business. Um, and then I would say from an overarching thing, embrace change. Um, you know, I've been in the business, you know, 20 years. And one thing that I can count on is change is happening and will continue to happen. And, and it just happens faster and faster. Uh, so I think if you go into, into your business and if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get what you've always got. It's kind of definition of insanity. So the cool thing with our industry is we are rapidly progressing. And the more that you embrace, you know, tools and technology, like yeah. for example, in, in your world, uh, you know, a couple of things that I'd be like, you know, Ricky is, is vacuuming your labor, most labor intensive task at some of your buildings. And I would say for, mm -hmm. for most BSCs vacuuming in most of their clients is probably, or most of their buildings is probably the biggest labor intensive task. Oh, yeah. So, so if, so if we switch from, you know, buying off of the lowest cost to the right piece of equipment for the long term, we may look at switching from a, an upright vacuum to not only a battery powered backpack where I'm going to cut my, or I'm going to increase my productivity by 50%. Um, I just did that. I just did that. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> That's true. Yep. So, so on that, you know, the, the, the what's going to make it sticky is one selling that to the user that you're going to help make their job easier um, and quicker and faster. Cause you may take a, a, a person who was vacuuming four hours a day, you know, a shift and they're going to be able to do it in two hours. And then what it's going to allow you to do to go to your client that's saying, Hey, Ricky, my budget suck. I need to lower your cost. And on top of lowering my cost, I need you to add high touch frequencies and more disinfecting. So if you embrace technology, vacuuming is just one of those. The other thing that's coming, that's becoming more and more popular, especially on larger square foot locations of both soft floor and hard floor is robotics. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of great technology. Um, our brand partners is Tenant, which Tenant has almost 4,000 uh, autonomous scrubbers out there of, you know, Walmarts and Kroger's. And a lot of people get the, the, the negative mystique of we're trying to eliminate, you know, jobs. And it's I think not. that's, it it's really crap. It, it, no, it's yeah. crap. No, I'm, I'm so, so robotics is changing to cobotics because we still need somebody there to start the machine, bring the machine in, clean it. But what we're, our goal is, is to reallocate that labor. So in a time when your client said, you know, Hey, Ricky, you, you didn't wipe down the, the door frames, you know, maybe once a week or once a month, I need 
doorknobs, handles, light switches, telephones. I need those done every day, all day. Like, okay, great. You need a full-time sanitation specialist, but they're not willing to pay for it. So I think Mm -hmm. you can back into programs to meet your customers' needs, reallocate labor by embracing technology. Yep. Um, And then I think the the final piece of technology that I think building service contractors are going to need to embrace is to be able to document on the front end and back end of what they're doing with scope of work, processes and protocols, but ATP testing. Um, Whether that's, you know, a a set program of once a month, you know, you come in or you hire that out uh, because everybody wants. I just bought one. Yep. yep. Dude, you're saying all the right things. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, you know, so so for me, I guess in summary, that the takeaways are is uh, you know embrace a partnership, um, embrace change, look at different tools and technology to do your current jobs quicker, better, and more effective. And then once you fine tune that, as you're looking to grow, it allows you to go grow in directions that you're comfortable with. Yeah. You, and then you can, rather than trying to uh, you know, redo a whole program, you can just go and duplicate that and share the success story of, you know, hey, Ricky, I just helped this restaurant or this facility, and here's how we do it. And you just simply take it from a, a sales pitch to a share pitch and, you know, pictures or videos and things like that, which you do, you do a lot of, where you don't sell, you just share stories of either what, you know, route can do for you and your business or customers. Yeah. Um, so I think in summary, that's kind of the, 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 talking points or the walkaway points I would suggest people to embrace. Oh, perfect, man. Talk about a great wrap up to what we just talked about. So many takeaways, so many talking points. I mean, I love that part too, where you said it, take it from a sell to a share because it, I got to say the first couple of years, again, same thing. I, I didn't, I didn't want to be too pushy. I didn't want to sound like I was selling, selling, selling. But if you have case studies and you have examples that it, it did work, you're not selling anymore. You're sharing. I mean, it's, it's the truth. It speaks better than when people hear you talking so detailed about an example, they know it's true. They know it yeah. worked. They know like it's not a sales pitch anymore because there's passion behind it. And I would say that would be the other thing we didn't talk about. As you have those successes, be able to document that, whether that's an old school, what I call brag book with just pictures that you can flip through and show yeah. somebody videos um you know so the nice thing is as people are building their business and want to continue to grow you know document those success stories and as they meet with people and you go to you know solve problems or you know you're 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 working on new opportunities you've got that brag book um that that provides immediate credibility of before and after pictures references things like that oh yeah awesome man all right well we are wrapping up here um, All right. But I don't, I, I like to end Josh with something non-business related. Well, it's okay. business related, right? But yep. let's talk about, I mean, funny stories, right? Everybody loves yep. laugh. laugh. Just, I, I just, I love laughter. I love smiling. I love that. And it's empowers just a good feeling, right? So yep. what, give me, share me. I cannot share any more stories of my cleaning <laughs> industry, uh, laughter events or anything that's funny because I have way too many and I've talked about them, but Give us a story of, you know, you in this, in this industry, you know, what, what made you laugh? What was something that you did that made somebody else laugh? Well, I would say, 
you know, probably my wife making fun of me in front of my customers or, you know, fellow salespeople, because my wife is definitely a, a character. Um, and anytime we meet somebody new or something like that, and I always, you know, introduce myself. And so my wife is Liz and or she always says, you know, hey, this is Josh and he's, you know, number one in the number two business. Um, so it's always something that's, you know, just kind of catchy and fun. And I've, I've always taken that to heart where, you know, I do want to be the number one, you know, guy in our industry. And I am continuing to, to take stride to, to try to be that. So no real great, you know, funny stories, just uh, that, you know, my wife likes to make fun of me a lot. And I, uh, you know, you got to be able to laugh at yourself. And, and it's a feel good story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you creating a persona of Dr. Green Clean. I mean, that not, it's not that it's funny. It's just that yep. brings a smile to your face when you think of, man, this guy's got a pretty good thing going. He's got, he does, this is a brand. This is somebody I would yep. trust because you, you gave, you gave a crap, right? To actually yep. want to go out there on the limb and, and present yourself this way. I appreciate it. All right. Well, Josh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you jumping on here with us. I hope everybody else appreciates the time we took here. Um, cheers, everybody. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Glad to see you drank that. You know, I'm done. Drink there. Pretty much done yeah. here. But yeah. I always end with how can somebody find Josh? What's your, uh, you know, is it Instagram, LinkedIn? Give us a couple ways that people can find you. Uh, via courier pigeon is my preferred method. <laughs> Just <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's new tech that's coming out. You yeah. may have not heard coming of it. Coming back. It's coming back. That's right. Yeah, full circle. Uh, no, my website's uh, just www.doctor, spelled out, greenclean.com. Uh, shares my story. And my email is just jbrown at westernpaper.com. Feel free to reach out to me. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much again. I appreciate it. Uh, and until next time, man, I hope I see you soon. All right. Have a great day. Thanks, All buddy. right, guys. All right.